the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece I hope you'll enjoy from my colleague, Sebastian Gorka. Even though you had three opportunities with President Zelensky for him to tell you, you know what? We're going to do these investigations to get the aid. Didn't tell you three different times. Never makes an announcement. Never tweets about it. Never does a CNN interview. Ambassador, you weren't on the call, were you? The president, you didn't listen on President Trump's call and President Lindsey's call? I did not. You've never talked with Chief of Staff Mulvaney? I never did. You never met the president? That's correct. You had three meetings again with Zelensky and it didn't come up? And two of those they had never heard about as far as I know. And president there was Lins- no reason for and it. President Zelensky never made an announcement. This, this is what I can't believe. And you're their star witness. You're their first witness. Mr. You're Jordan. the guy. You're the guy based on this. Based on, I mean, I've seen... I've seen church prayer chains that are easier to understand than this. Ambassador Taylor recalls that Mr. Morrison told. Now, again, this is I hereby swear and affirm from Gordon Sondland. Ambassador Taylor recalls that Mr. Morrison told Ambassador Taylor that I told Mr. Morrison. And I conveyed this message to Mr. Yarmouk on September 1st, 20. This all happens, by the way. This all happens, by the way, in Warsaw, where Vice President Pence meets with President Zelensky. And guess what? They didn't talk about any linkage either. Time the gentleman's expired. They were never on the call, and they've never even met the president, and these are the star witnesses. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. On the first day of the fourth impeachment in our republic's history, I want my money back. We were told, congressmen offline told us, others told us, it was this was going to go long into the night. They may be stuck on Capitol Hill into the wee hours. They ended at 3.30. They started at 10.00. And they ended at 3.30. My friend, Kurt Volker, Ambassador Volker, had to testify behind closed doors for 10 hours. I guess these star witnesses aren't so great stars. Let me ask somebody who maybe is a tad more, um, how shall I say this, unbiased than I am. Since I did work for the current person who is being impeached, <laughs> his name is Ari Fleischer, former White House press secretary. Follow him on Ari Fleischer at Twitter. Um, you have two great tweets, Ari. Welcome back to America First, and thank you on this momentous, sadly momentous day for joining us. You, you said Glad to be here. two things, a very, very, uh, very cogent analysis at the top of your stream. You have said, Representative Ratcliffe just asked the most important question of the day. Was there anything in the president's July 25th phone call that was impeachable? Neither witness said yes. So that's the first tweet, which I love. I've just reposted. And the second one, a little bit shorter, and really gels with what I was watching before the show. Whatever the GOP council is doing, it's not working I don't understand where he's going. Can you unpack that latter one for us? Because I was less than impressed, and I didn't see the strategy. I just didn't see a dogged search for the truth, and I saw things trail away after they were launched out of the gate. Yeah, and when you listen to what Jim Jordan, whose audio clip you just played, made plain, 
about how there was no pressure, the aid was not held up, that Ukraine didn't know it. He was driving an argument and making a point that's a helpful and a valid one if you want to defend the president. I just thought what the GOP lawyer was doing was incomprehensible, and I'm sorry to say that. But his questions were long-winded, convoluted, full of injunctions. It didn't drive anybody to understand what he was trying to accomplish. No, there were numerous cases where Ambassador Taylor simply couldn't understand the question. And unfortunately, I, I don't sympathize with, you know, I, as people who think they have a right to question the foreign policy of the man they work for. But I agreed with him. These questions were just not clear. And this is the man who's no. supposed to be driving the questions. After right. today's performance, Ari, so, so we were expecting a, a long, long circus. It ends early at 330 the first impeachment in 20 years. Um, How long do you think the Democrats can pull this out for? Is this going to be their campaign platform for the next 355 days? Or after today's disaster, are they going to kind of pull the plug on it in a week or two? Look, the the Democrats have received the kick here in the first half because the House goes first with impeachment. So they're going to have the advantage in the House, which will result in the president getting impeached. But then once it goes to the Senate, where the president is going to become acquitted, and then the president can pick up the ball and run and say, you see, I told you it was a waste of time. It was a witch hunt. I was acquitted. The president will have the advantage. I think that's how this is going to play out. So, yeah, for the next two weeks, the Democrats have the ball. They're going to run with it. It will result in the president getting impeached, which is simply he's charged. And then it goes to the Senate, where the president has the advantage. Now, you, you were charged with being the, the president's front man as, as White House press secretary in a prior conservative or Republican administration. Let me ask you this question that's been floated. Because of the gross irregularities in the last six weeks, uh, given the fact that the final resolution on impeachment gave uh, the chairman of the Intelligence Committee full powers not to have the president's counsel present, not to oblige him to release all transcripts that have prior of prior testimonies. Um, somebody's floated the idea that when, when this comes to the Senate, whenever that arrives, that uh, we could have Mitch McConnell simply say, this is not transparent. This is against all traditions, all regulations, just fair play of knowing who your accuser is, having them stand in front of you, that the whole thing should be abovo dismissed on the first day it arrives at the Senate. Is that is that a smart plan, Ari Fleischer? What do you think uh, of, of that approach? I think it all depends on whether or not what happens over the next two weeks in the House that we can now watch with our own eyes gives the Democrats so much strength and momentum that the public won't stand that. The public would want to hear and see a fair trial. Mm-hmm. If people come to the conclusion this whole thing is jury-rigged, then I think you could politically get away with that. But, you know, frankly, I'm a traditionalist, Seb, as you know. Yeah. And so I, I do think if the House follows the constitutional order and impeaches, the Senate needs to hold a proper trial. And here the president will get acquitted, which is what should happen, frankly. And I, I you know, let's talk about the substance of this. I've said from day one, the president's request to investigate the Bidens on that phone call was inappropriate. Presidents should not get involved in matters of justice. It should be up to the Justice Department to investigate or ask foreign nations to investigate. White House, stay out. So I called it inappropriate from the start. I've also steadfastly said it's not an impeachable offense. It's not an abuse of power. Should Adam Schiff get thrown out of Congress because he abused his power when he fabricated his testimony about what Donald Trump said? You leave these things to the voters. That's what should happen. So I'm for 
get this over with. They're wasting everybody's time. Get it done in the House, get it done in the Senate, and then stop wasting time. But isn't there a deeper issue here? Let's let's go to the historic, the constitutional, uh, you can call it the spiritual element of this, because outside of a declaration of war, this is the greatest power that Capitol Hill has to impeach and potentially remove a sitting president. You've said it multiple times. Other clear-sighted individuals have said you never, ever want to have an impeachment process that is political. It's got to be about substance, not party politics. This down the line is absolutely political. So the idea that we should have them, you know, have a proper impeachment in the lower house, then it should happen. You know, there should be a trial in the Senate. Haven't, haven't we gone past that? Hasn't that Rubicon already been crossed because it is a partisan impeachment already, Ari? It, it, it is. This is a one-party impeachment, yes. and a partisan impeachment, and no impeachment ever should be that, and that's what this will be. But the best remedy for that is to let it fail on its own. Mm-hmm. And what I worry about is if it's a strong-arm tactic where the Senate dismisses the charge so they're never properly heard in the Senate, it doesn't flush the system the way it needs to. And the best way to flush it out of the system is for a vote to be taken where one or two Democrats, I think Joe Manchin of West Virginia and right. potentially Doug Jones of Alabama, cross over and vote against impeachment. Maybe Mitt Romney votes to convict. I doubt it. And the vote flops. Yeah. And that's how you move beyond it. I, this... I would much rather, once the process has started, follow the Constitution to its proper conclusion. And in this case, since this is clearly not an impeachable offense, let that be shown and let the Democrats be guilty of wasting everybody's time by launching this one party partisan impeachment. This is why Ari Fleischer is one of the fairest down-the-line, decent Twitter streams out there. Follow this man at Ari Fleischer. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.